Vegetarian Zen, episode number 62. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Zeners, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. And in this episode of our podcast, you're going to learn how to interpret food labels, identify specific chemical additives, and look for hidden ingredients. And you know, that's a big thing. If you've listened to Larissa and I for a while, you know that a big problem we have is how a lot of these companies try to fool you by calling things different names to just try to throw you off to just so you'll just say oh what the heck i'll just get it you know Mm -hmm. so we're going to try to help you decipher some of that stuff today right all right but first i know we have a new rating so very exciting and actually we have several we got several but i think they haven't shown up yet right sometimes there's a little bit of a lag Mm -hmm. so thank you first of all everybody who goes out there and, and has left us a rating or if you're going to leave us a rating uh, go do it because <laughs> we we love them they really motivate us so okay without further ado go ahead you want to okay, read this one hey yes so kim from colorado says love your show well we love making our show all right so she, kim says uh, hi gals i just discovered your podcast and have been enjoying your past episodes i am mostly vegan i do eat honey for the nutritional benefits Really enjoyed your show about Supersize Me. One thought I had about the episode with the lady from the East Coast who was getting a lot of winter colds after she went vegetarian. From the reading I have done, her body could be naturally detoxing, which can cause cold-like symptoms. Just thought... Uh, just a thought. Just a thought. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, keep up the good work. Awesome. So, And that's great. And we will relay that to her Um I'll send her a little note and let her know. And, you know, if she's listening, she'll hear that anyway. And this but. is what, again, what's what's so great about our community is that everybody helps each other. Yes. Which is really cool because I would not have thought about that. Although I have heard that when your body's detoxing, you can go through some like negative, like sometimes people get migraines or they just start to feel funny. Uh, so I totally makes sense. So mm-hmm. that's, that's a great thing for her to look into and see if that's actually what's, what happened to her. Yeah. So thank you so much for that, Kim. All right, so next, let's do a, sh- a Facebook shout-out. And I'll let you do this one since this is your friend. Okay. All right, this is to Nancy Mowry Gibbs. Now, Nancy uh, was a friend of mine from college way back when, right, Nancy? Uh, but uh, she, um, th- this was in Kerrville many, many moons ago. And last week, we put out a question on Facebook. This is kind of the stuff that we talk about when we're not talking about business (laughs) is we were, uh, we saw Big Bird somewhere and Vicky asked me, she said, is Big Bird a boy or a girl? Just, you know, I don't know even that I saw Big Bird somewhere. Sometimes these things just pop into my head. That's true. (laughs) I think we actually saw it on an episode of Hardcore Pawn though. Somebody was trying to pawn a a giant Big Bird. Okay. This time it was, there was some sort of uh, trigger. And yes, shameless. We, we watched Hardcore Pawn, but... (laughs) It's harmless. So uh, anyway, so we we just put that out there. We we didn't know, and it's just one of those things that you just take for granted that he exists, but you don't think of. I mean, I think we default to he, but didn't really think about it. So we put it out on Facebook. We put a picture of Big Bird and and uh, said, you know, without googling it, um, is Big Bird a boy or a girl? And Nancy. Nancy, she knew that Big Bird is a boy, and she also knew that he's three years old. 
perpetually so, three years old? I, I guess so. Yeah. Because really, right now, isn't he more like 63 years Yeah. <laughs> but thank you, Nancy, for yes. weighing in and for and that always was a serious question. Us. Yeah. Yeah, we so. really wanted to know. And so we should ask our community. They might know. So. Yeah. So, uh, but thank you, Nancy, for being uh, a follower and a good friend. All right. So let's do our Twitter shout out. And our Twitter shout out this, week's go- this week goes to Jared Easley. Now, Jared has a really popular website called Starve the Doubts mm-hmm. on iTunes. Really, podcast, really great podcast. Yeah. And he's also one of the uh, folks that is, th- is putting on the podcast movement, which Larissa and I are super excited to be going to next week, which by the time you guys hear this, we will have already gone. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're super stoked to be in Dallas next week and to meet these folks face-to-face. is going to be a big podcaster's convention and uh, in fact, today we had lunch with our uh, two of our friends who will be speaking at that convention, and that is uh, Dan and Vanessa Hayes of Simple Life Together. They have a podcast, Simple Life Together. It's a great podcast. Check it out. It's on living, just simplifying your life, getting mm-hmm. rid of a lot of uh, extra clothes, and yes. just minimalizing and organizing. They're very so, inspirational. Really fun, folks. But anyways, our shout out goes to Jared Easley. He always retweets our episodes every Sunday, which we greatly appreciate. Appreciate. So thank you, buddy. And we look forward to seeing you. Yes. And this is just for Jared. If you're listening, hashtag Team Jared. (laughs) (laughs) He'll know what it means. All right. So let's get into our topic for today. Okay. So today we'll be talking about food labels. And, you know, of course, as you mentioned before, this is a big issue and, and it's getting bigger and more important as people are more aware of GMOs and organic, you know, and non organic products. People are becoming more aware and more educated, which is fantastic. It is fantastic because these companies really have to start paying attention. They can't, it's not as easy for them to to hide things. And so they're trying to get a little more creative with some of that, which drives me crazy because yeah. if you would just be honest, people might still eat it, quite honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of our food still still contains GMOs, right? right. So, I mean, isn't like 80% of the food out there still right. contains GMOs? So, I mean, but the point is that people have a right to know what they're consuming. Right. And that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why I really love Food Babe and what she is doing. She is a consumer advocate big time. And she you can find her at foodbabe.com. And, you know, we post a lot of her things from her. We share a lot of her things from her Facebook page on our page because she has such great information and she really goes in depth and she goes after companies. And uh, a good example is she did Campbell soup, uh, uh, Campbell's V8 juice this week. Somebody somehow found out on Twitter, uh, they asked them and apparently V8 contains natural flavorings, which we'll talk about at the end of this episode. Um, And natural flavorings are not, vegan they're not even always vegetarian which is really frightening because it's vegetable juice so anyway <laughs> she, but, but she food babe is awesome check her out so first let's let's just talk about the parts of the food label itself and then we'll kind of just do a quick overview of that and then get into some things that you should look for and avoid Okay, so some of the basic parts of the food label include the serving size. So you want to pay attention to that. I can't tell you how many times I've been burned by that. Oh, right? I know. Oh, great. It's only 150 calories. Yeah, there's a, this contains like three servings. I know. Oh, great. <laughs> so it's 450 calories, so I and I just ate the whole bag. <laughs> yes. Oh, darn it. Okay, so then there's uh, calories. 
Mm-hmm. Fat and total fat is means both good. Uh, it's both good mono and poly polyunsaturated and bad. So saturated and trans fats. Right. So, um, cholesterol, mm-hmm. sodium, and many foods. It's really important to know this that have hidden sodium, so you can't taste it. And that's like cheeses, dressings, cured meats, canned soups, and others. That was mm-hmm. one thing I was really surprised to know how much sodium cheese has i never really yes. realized that it is really very salty and some people who are sensitive to salt like my my mom my mom is super sensitive to salt and she can taste it uh if she goes out to eat and, and she's vegetarian also but she can she's always saying this food is so salty it's so salty and i don't taste it but she does she's very sensitive to it okay and then there's total carbo- carbohydrates and that includes carbs from all sources so sugar complex carbs and fiber then fiber uh sugar naturally occurring or added, and then sugar alcohols like artificial sweeteners, including sorbitol, xylitol, and mannitol. And those are bad. Those you know, are bad. You see those, whenever you see a product that says sugar-free on the label, you turn it over, look at the, the um, label, and it will have sugar alcohol content. And it'll be one of these, or there are a few others in that family of, of chemicals. And that's you, what they are, is they're chemicals. And you find that in a lot of gums. That's why I gave mm-hmm. up chewing gum, because you find that in a lot of gums. It's really mm-hmm. hard for me. Even when we went to Whole Foods today, I remember mm-hmm. we were trying to find like the least evil, because yes. I do like to have a piece of gum every now and then. And uh, it was really hard to find. <laughs> yeah, yes. All right, so let's get into a few of the chemicals that you will see in food labels and processed foods sometimes that you really want to avoid. And of course, there are more. I've just got three here. There are plenty more. Um, But these are three kind of examples to avoid. And then always, you know, like we always say, do your do your homework, do your research, too. And, you know, bottom line is, if you I heard a really good tip. If you don't, if you never heard of it, you don't know what it is. Your body probably doesn't know what it is either. And if you can't pronounce it, try to stay away from it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so the the first one is silicon dioxide. Okay, now this is sand, and that just sounds scary. It's sand. I mean, yeah. it's actually sand. That's what s- sand is. It's silicon dioxide. A lot of times, this is added to fast food products to prevent clumping. And you know, it's so funny. I told you the story one time about my ninth grade biology teacher who scared us all by telling us that uh, fast food, like milkshakes have uh, like mashed potatoes flakes in them. But he also said that pop tarts have sawdust. And, you know, of course it grossed everyone out. Ew, you know, and and we were freshmen in high school, but I wouldn't eat pop tarts for a long time after that. And then I was like, oh, I got older. And I was like, no, he's just pulling our legs, just trying to, you know, be cool. Well, he was probably right. (laughs) (laughs) Or something really similar. Really close. Yeah. Yeah. So um, now silicon dioxide, uh, a.k.a. sand, is said to be safe for consumption in small amounts. But uh, why would you want to eat sand? Right. I mean, why? You know, when you can pick something natural, why would you want to do that? Okay. And then the next one is BHA, and it has a really long chemical name, and I, but it's called BHA. So th- now this is scary. This is a preservative that's used in cosmetic and, f- and the pharmaceutical industries. So it's basically used in foods to prevent fats from becoming rancid. So what does that tell you? I mean, fat, naturally, that's a natural process is it for, to become rancid. So if you're putting this stuff in there, I mean, how long is that fat sitting there in these products before you eat it? 
and it really should have gone rancid a long time ago. Right. And some of the products that could include BHA are beer, butter, meats, cereals, gum, and some of the snack foods, the highly processed snack foods. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, that's something to look for. And then the third one is ammonium sulfate. And this is a salt compound, also used as fertilizer. And it's, again, it's not like a super processed chemical compound where it's like a bunch of, you know, stuff put together, but it's a salt compound, but um, it's still not one that you would want to eat. It's, they say again, it's safe to consume, but why would you want to? And this one is added to some bread and flour products, mainly in fast food. So like hamburger buns or ta- maybe taco shells or things like that. Okay, so let's talk about some ingredients that could be hiding behind other names. Okay. So we think about sugar. What are mm-hmm. some alternate names for that? All right. And now remember, we had an episode about sugar. I think it was 52, maybe, was our episode on sugar. And I'll link to that. So we did mention some of these in there. So some things that to look for on in the ingredients on processed foods would be sucrose, dextrose, the dreaded corn syrup, which, you know, of course, the the um corn um farmers the people who sell their corn for this have come come out and said well it's no it's sugar sugar is sugar okay well yeah sugar is sugar but all right and then uh, also malt fructose glucose carbitol mannitol and then evaporated cane juice and concentrated fruit juice okay now the next one msg or monosodium glutamate this is a this one I have a bad reaction to. I have never had I know they put it like in a lot of Chinese food. Mm-hmm. We went to oh what is the name of that? You know what? I don't want to I don't want to get mm-hmm. the uh, name wrong of the restaurant. But it was a popular Chinese chain. I went there on business with some folks because we figured I could have, you know, there would be good vegetarian options it's P. there. PF Chang's. PF Chang's. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I forgot. And um we all felt mm-hmm really bad the next day uh one of the guys felt said he was felt like he was retaining a lot of water i had a bad headache i mean it was almost like a hangover from this msg Mm -hmm. so anyways some other names for msg are glutamate yeast extract hydrolyzed proteins natural beef flavoring Ooh, that doesn't sound good no it doesn't (laughs) whey protein maltodextrin soy protein isolate Natural flavoring that just goes like they just throw that behind like I know natural so many flavoring. things. <laughs> yeah, anything that has the word seasonings and the ingredients. Mm-hmm. So and then yeah, an MSG is added to foods to enhance flavor. That's that's what it does. So again, you know, um, you can enhance flavor by adding natural herbs or you know you don't need to add this stuff. Right. All right, and then and if are, you do go, I mean, you just tell them no MSG. Right. Okay, let's talk about gluten now. Okay. This has been something that's come to light over the last few years. You're a lot of things gluten-free. So let's talk a little bit about that. All right. Well, now gluten, when you think of gluten, you think of grain products, right? So breads and Mm -hmm. cereals and things like that. But gluten is not just in grain products. It's often used as a binder or a starch or a filler in other types of products. So some products that may contain gluten are soy sauce, 
Okay, so just a note there. Remember we discovered in our, uh uh-oh, it's not veg. Soy Uh sauce is typically, unless it says it is, not vegetarian. Right, tamari is. Soy sauce is not. Not soy sauce. Soy sauce, and I think it's the the anchovies. Not anchovies. anchovies. Uh, Worcestershire has anchovies. Yeah. So soy sauce may be oyster sauce or something. There's something in there. you're right. You're right, yeah. Um, But now you can get, now at the store, you can get gluten-free soy sauce. And okay, you can look for that, yeah. yes. Uh, or tamari. I, I personally prefer tamari. All right, so soy sauce, garlic salt, um, onion salt, flavored teas, and coffees. That's a big one because a lot of people like those the flavored teas. Yeah, and I wouldn't have even. thought that. No, I wouldn't either. Uh, and then also graham flour. Uh, and there are others. Those are just a few examples. Okay, so let's talk about some things to watch out for, some bad signs, some red flags on labels. So if you pick up something on a shelf, on a store shelf, and you see these things, put it back. Or really think about it. Yes. Um, Artificially flavored. Splenda or NutraSweet logo on the package. Aspartame is something that you and I have given up Mm -hmm. probably for over a year now, right? Oh, yes. And I used to use Splenda in my coffee. I used to bake with it. I did. And we just finally one day just said, no, no more. Mm -hmm. I think we had read enough about um, artificial sweeteners and just said, no. So it's better just to use a little sugar than use all the chemicals. Right. Ingredients that include food dyes. Maltodextrin, sucralose, preservatives, BHA, sodium nitrite, and that's used in cured meats, uh, linked, and it's linked to gastric cancer. Sodium benzoate, and that reacts with added vitamin C in processed foods to form benzene. That just sounds bad. Which, that sounds well, like... and it is. It's a carcinogen. Yeah. So, and it's often linked to increased hyperactivity in children and it is used in sodas you know i think this might be what my dad's allergic to as well yeah I was my just dad was breaking that. out in hives mm-hmm. and it turned out that he i don't know how he he actually made this link but he was drinking sodas from fountains and like fast food places and it was the syrup that contained mm-hmm. this and so whenever he can't drink that well thank yeah. goodness right because yeah. that's bad for you anyways but uh yeah, so he's he uh, he has a really bad allergic reaction. Yeah, well, and remember his cl- his, his throat, throat would was closing close and up stuff, and yeah. everything. So now he has to look on labels for sodium benzoate. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, partially hydrogenated oils, so like vegetable, sunflower, safflower, etc. Those types of partially hydrogenated oils. These are oils with hydrogen added, and they are trans fats and they're thought to increase the risk of type two diabetes. You guys know most people, I think, know how bad trans fats are for you. Yeah. Right, exactly. Okay, so another thing. If the first ingredient is sugar, that's not a good sign because that means it has a lot of sugar. Right, so on labels on or on um, ingredients lists on foods, the ingredients are listed by total weight with the most, it goes from highest to lowest. So yeah, if you, if you pick up a box of Fruit Loops, you know, and sugar is the first ingredient, you know that, you know, that, that cereal is predominantly sugar. You know, they dump all the sugar in first and then add a little bit of this and that just to keep it together and give it some color. And, you know, of course, then you've got all the food dyes in there too. So, um, yeah, so sugar, uh, words you can't pronounce, I think we already talked about. And then also the things you want to look for are organic or the non-GMO symbol or the the GMO project symbol. Look for those. 
the thing you got to look out for is things that say natural, all natural, natural yes. flavoring, flavorings, because that's not regulated. You have to be certified organic to have the actual organic mm-hmm. label on a food product. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Right. But you want to be careful of these other little curveballs that try to throw you natural, mm-hmm. all natural. That's That doesn't mean anything. They can make up what that means. Right. So, so you've got that. If you have that on the front of the package where it says like natural chips. I know Lay's I think has like all natural chips and everything. Uh, so if you have that on the front and then if you have natural flavorings in the ingredients, they're allowed to do that. And there's a loophole in labeling requirements when it comes to natural flavoring. So companies are not required to list where these natural flavorings come from because they're they're considered to not add nutritional value but only to be to enhance flavor. So natural flavorings are actually created through a lab process um, through heating, fermenting, or other chemical processes, um, either plant foods or meat, seafood, poultry, dairy, and eggs. But again, you know, they're not required to specify in the ingredients where those natural flavorings come from, if they're plant or animal. All right. So that, I think, will wrap up our label reading 101. I think that that I learned a few things from mm-hmm. getting our research together on this. So I did, too. This was really helpful. I, You know what I think would be cool? I'm totally committing us on on air now Mm. it would be cool to do a video like just showing a label of something Mm -hmm. and just going through like a good label and like a label that Mm -hmm. sucks you know yeah let's do (laughs) Uh, that yeah i think we should do that just to kind of compare side by side yeah yeah we're trying to we're our goal for this year for the rest of this year is to get more into doing some videos some informative videos for you guys and and everything so uh hit us up if there's anything you want to see us do yeah one of the couple things we thought of and tell us if you think this is a good idea even this one if you think this is not a good idea then tell Tell us us. so that we don't don't waste time if if it's not like a value to you but that one uh we also another one was to make almond milk Mm -hmm. showing you guys how to make almond milk because Mm -hmm. i know I don't make the almond milk. Larissa does, but mm-hmm. she was going to show me anyway. So I said, you know, I bet a lot of people would not really know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's really simple. It's very simple. Another one might be making a juice. Another one mm-hmm. might be making a smoothie. So washing greens, washing how like to ke- yeah. uh, clean your greens. So mm-hmm. let us know if you have any requests. And uh, since we haven't done this yet, your request is more uh, liable to be actually done. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Since we're not, we don't have this huge list. We're kind of yeah. just brainstorming right now. So, so uh, flood us with requests. Yeah. Yeah, we can always just log them and, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, and look at doing something in the future. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's get into our recipe of the week. Okay, well, I picked this one this week because we are talking about trying to get away from processed foods and all the, the bad stuff that's in, particularly snack foods. And, you know, I we were talking about this with Dan and Vanessa earlier, and I am a self-confessed um, chili cheese Fritos girl. Um, I'm a little bit of an addict, I think. And, and that's one of the things that, you know, well, in fairness, okay, they are vegan. They are vegan, but, <laughs> but they're not good for oh, you. You know though. what? Very I don't think the chili cheese ones are though. Are they because not? of the cheese. No. Oh, Fritos. Just is that plain really cheese Fritos. though? I know, but <laughs> it, there's probably some okay, plain, plain Fritos, but there's, yeah, there's probably some cheese powder extract something in there somewhere. Uh, so I'm not sure about that. But in the the spirit of this episode and trying to get away from some of those processed things, I have a recipe for uh, making tortilla chips. 
And these are so good. I, I do them and then use them to make nachos. They are amazing. And you know, you do this and you do the pizza for us too. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Larissa, we went to a really good pizza place earlier. Still does not compare to Larissa's Aww. pizza. She makes the best pizza. Thank you. Uh, you can't see it, but I'm blushing. Um, but uh, okay, so, yeah. So these are chili lime tortilla chips, and the one thing I like about these is that they're, because they're made from actual corn tortillas, they're they're um, they hold things better. So when you make nachos, you can put more stuff on them. You can put more vegetables, or you can put more uh, rice. Sh- um, we have a our friend Tracy Antonovich, and she did a. She did a recipe and dedicated it to, to us, and it was so sweet. And, and it, it was a good idea to put rice on it because yes. it, and it was awesome. It yes, was it's a brown rice topping for nachos, and it was very, very good. So thank you so much, Tracy. But these chips will actually hold that without getting soggy and, and falling apart. Well, and they don't have that, like, greasy aftertaste. Like, we even buy we'll – when we don't have our own chips, we'll, have, we'll buy the organic mm-hmm. – what is it? The late, um, early July or yeah, early late, July, late July, brand, late late July. Something, something in July. early August, late July, <laughs> late July brand, their mm-hmm. organic tortilla chips. So they don't have a lot of stuff, but you can still taste a little bit of that greasy grease, kind of yeah. aftertaste. Larissa's don't taste like that at all. Well, they're baked. They're well, I know, fried. but I mean, yeah. that's what's so good about them. Yeah. And, and that's why they hold, you know, they're so like, yeah, mm-hmm. they don't have that aftertaste. Mm-hmm. And they've got the chili lime and it's really good. So I'll have that link on the show notes for you. And then uh, let's talk about our quote. Okay. Now, this is from one of my favorite authors, Isaac Asimov. I read him in high school, and I remember not a lot of people dug him. I really dug him. So, Can you dig it? I, I can dig it. <laughs> okay. So the quote of the week is, self-education is, I firmly believe, the only kind of education there is. That's awesome. I love that. And it, you know... I got to tell you, maybe I'll get some flack for this, but having been, you know, we don't have children, but if I had, uh, we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. if we had a child, I don't know that I would push them to go to college right away, at least not right away, because I think that it is really important to get into, really get passionate about the things that you want to, and and, Mm -hmm. uh, college is kind of like a cookie cutter type of thing. I mean, I think it would be really cool if you could pick everything and like kind of create your own degree. Maybe there's colleges out there like that. I don't know. But uh, I kind of like that because I think that, uh, yeah, so that's mm-hmm. that's kind of, I totally believe in self-education. Yes. All right. Um, I think that does it for this episode. It does. If you find value in this podcast, we would greatly appreciate you heading out to iTunes. We've had, we had several of our, of our folks out there. How many ratings are we up to now? 44, Five star ratings and 32 reviews. Yeah, and we appreciate every single one of them and we've read them all online. That's how much we appreciate them. So if you find Valley, we'd greatly appreciate you heading out there because that helps other people just like you find us. Yes. All right. Well, I think that does it for this week. Okay. Peace out. Bye. Hey, Veg Centers. Thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.